This is the Pro-AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pro-AV Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. A company's internal branding is just as crucial as its external initiatives. And just like creative digital signage applications are bringing curb appeal to companies and emphasizing the importance of content creation to those companies, those same applications are doing the same for a company's workforce. So how should businesses go about developing a content strategy, but internally? Here to give their perspectives are Jay Leedy, digital media subject matter expert, and TJ DeQualo, director of creative services for Diversified. Jay, TJ, great to have you both on. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for having us. Doing well, Daniel. So I'm excited to get your perspective on this since Diversified is really one of the leaders in the pro-AV industry. So you've got the insight you know the inner workings of how digital signage can really affect a company internally and how, even more importantly, the content that goes on that digital signage can be instrumental to increased engagement, productivity, and just overall communication. So let's start by looking at workplaces in general. I feel like the change very consistently and we're in a time where the workforce and the workplace change almost at a breakneck speed. Uh, The traditional office and the control you have over that office really isn't as standard as it once was because businesses are finding value in co-working spaces and mobile workforces so people are more spread out or interacting with other companies. So do you think it's more important for today's workforce compared to 10 or even just five years ago to have an internal content strategy? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'll take this one. This is TJ. Um, It's crucial for any company, big or small, to have an internal communication strategy. Um, just think about all the different ways um, people today are, are in the habit of receiving information. Um, being inundated with emails is not always going to be the best approach. So we're used to receiving messaging on the, the digital screens in front of us, our computers, on the digital screens in, in common areas, hallways and break rooms. Um, but also receiving communications through um, our mobile devices, uh, whether it's through email applications um, or, or otherwise. I think it's, it's important to utilize an omni-channel approach, um, leverage all the mediums to bring a, a strategy to place, um, bring a strategy you know, forward. Um, the reason why it's important to have such a st- strong strategy now is because the workplace, as you mentioned, is shifting. It's very dynamic. You have a lot of companies um, with offices across the country, across the world, having unified messaging um, and a unified approach to delivering that content is very important. Uh, you also have employees working remotely. Um, so creating a culture without a physical location um, can be very challenging, but it's a challenge that digital media can can certainly tackle head on. Yeah, I, we also are seeing you know uh, many companies that have established uh, long-standing communication strategies that were rooted in print, um, maybe including uh, potentially even uh, internal broadcast solutions where they were uh, facilitating. Uh, broadcasts from executive updates to training materials 
via uh, traditional um, broadcast technologies migrating to more um, uh, comprehensive strategies to include not only digital signage as a component, but as an extension of digital signage to reach mobile workforces or um, shifts that are not necessarily aligned so that even employees that report to the same facility um, are able to see each other and get the same messaging in the same manner, um, migrate towards um, a, a more diversified platform that incorporates multiple mediums um, that uh, really not only uh, deliver information but also allow the corporate uh, communication strategists to collect information and gain a sense of the degree of engagement. Um, they're also, through some of these platforms, able to determine the amount of um, content that's been consumed and the rate at which it's been consumed percentage-wise across the entire workforce. So uh, the, the aggregate of all of these tools coming together around uh, a really well-defined strategy is um, very, very powerful but uh, it all starts with um, having an appreciation for all the various tools at uh, the corporate strategist's dispo disposal and as well as um, having consensus at the executive ranks to be able to fund these these platforms which are uh, very different than uh, only 10 years ago where you know if you put a magazine or a poster out there it was going to live in a break room or in a hallway for many many years potentially um, at the very least a couple months, um, but there was no way to validate whether that, uh, that content was actually being consumed in the way that they intended. So TJJ, let's go ahead and break down some of the ways that you think internal content and a CMS can bring value to a company. First, I'd like to look at the cultural aspect, because I think this is the most interesting application and the one that may not seem like the most obvious. So how are you seeing a focused internal content strategy have a direct impact on workplace community and morale? Are you really seeing it engage a workforce in a company in a unique and authentic and, and organic way? Uh, I certainly do. Um, one of the exercises that we um, perform for a few of our clients is, is conducting interviews with both the stakeholders of the internal network um, and the, the general employees that are the ones receiving that information. Um, it's, it's sometimes very interesting to see, you know, the, the dynamic between the two um, points of view, you know, um, HR, corporate, they want to make sure that they're, they're pushing the right information out um, to the folks um, working that are relevant. Um, but hearing the other perspective of what do you want to see on your employee comm screen, you know, a majority of that is I want to know more about our team. I want to know more about the people that are working next to me. What are they accomplishing? You know, what are the other divisions doing? So, you know, the, the craving for building camaraderie is there. Um, and conducting these interviews, we've realized that. So it's now it's a it's a matter of taking advantage of that opportunity, um, creating a strategy that um, empowers the employees. It gives them recognition uh, when there is recognition to be given. It gives them pride in what they're doing, letting them know that the work that they're performing is not only benefiting the company but benefiting the other teams in the company, and therefore benefiting um, themselves. So it it's really 
a no-brainer in my opinion that there's a craving for building that morality through digital media because we're hearing that directly from the employees themselves. It's a way for them to, to feel motivated when they come in, knowing that they've accomplished their goals, that other teams are accomplishing their goals, and that the company is on a road to success. Um, it's very tangible. So it's basically just opening that line of communication a little more and making all the little inner workings of the company a little more visible to everyone and therefore almost holding everyone a little more accountable. And Absolutely. I guess, yeah, that just encourages a better communal aspect. Absolutely. It's a little bit, to take it a step further, it, it's also about enabling a broader participation across a diversified workforce and um, not only being able to see recognition um, for the teams that you work with every day and realize that you're part of a, um, a, a greater cause than uh, what you may see day to day right in front of you as an employee, um, but having an opportunity to um, see communications platforms that are able to integrate um, third party data, uh, whether it's social media specific to the corporate uh, environment, um, or if it's uh, public relations and community-related uh, content that is uh, really tied to, um, you know, stewardship of the brands themselves and, you know, uh, helping to highlight uh, how various communities and the, the people that work for them are involved with their direct community and can, um, in partnership with the companies they work for, affect change uh, positively. Um, we work with a, a lot of um, internal software development talent that has been very uh, strong in uh, taking existing CMS platforms and um, optimizing those in such a way that uh, we can create very simple front ends to allow for uh, retail customers specifically that have you know, a workforce that is uh, extremely varied in terms of skill set. Um, uh, they often have a lot of turnover, especially in the retail environment. Um, so there's a, not a lot of appetite for training on very specialized software. Um, and because of that, uh, having very simplified uh, user interfaces that are easy to navigate, that tie into very powerful backend platforms in the various CMS platforms that we support has enabled us to uh, have that localized participation with a construct that's approved and ultimately managed by corporate communications in the corporate environment. So obviously this idea of engagement is really important for any company, but I think even more important for companies that operate in a more international front and adding on to that, on a mobile front. So imagine you've got a company that is mostly consisted of a mobile workforce or a lot of people that aren't really in an office. It's it's very much an out in the field kind of position. Engaging those people and making them feel like they're still a part of the company, even though they're not in the centralized office every single day, is really important. Um, and obviously there are organizational challenges as well, making sure everyone's on the same page, etc. So how are you seeing a CMS help bridge that gap, help engage mobile workforces, and also beat out some of those organizational challenges of having people in different locations? Uh, well, we do this in a couple of different ways, but um, it, it's really uh, about understanding the intent of um, what any given customer is trying to do with their communication strategy. 
Um, in many cases, there's an appetite to have video on demand served up to drive uh, training initiatives or um, facilitate safety compliance and compliance in other aspects of the business that um, are, are sensitive in terms of both timing and getting information out as well as um, needing to verify that um, information has been consumed you know, to a, a specific uh, degree. Um, we also will work with um, mobile applications that are really um, leaders in the space, uh, you know, companies like uh, Social Chorus, for example, that, um, you know, have an entire service offering that's really designed to reach and um, unify uh, workforces that are uh, distributed and varied in their uh, roles and responsibilities, as well as, you know, in many cases virtualized. Um, that can integrate into digital signage as well as um, have feeds from digital signage CMS platforms um, ingested into their platforms as well to create that continuity. I think Jay hit all, hit all the, the major points on the head there. Um, you know, just to reiterate, I mean, unifying things over desktop, everyone's got a laptop or mobile application is really, is really key. Um, what Jay was talking about, leveraging a more social media type aspect to the communication, um, is just a way to make the distribution of information from a team level to a division level more familiar to the folks um, trying to receive it. Um, you know, using uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, using those approaches in a corporate environment and products like Social Course, like Jay mentioned, that that kind of take that same mentality but but use it specifically for corporate communication um, has been tremendous in in increasing the volume of information that can be received and increasing the engagement because it's molding it to a form of communication that we're accustomed to um, and that we're more adept to using so back to the visual applications what are some other ways that content on digital signage is increasing value and creating new ways for employees to engage in, I guess, really creative or just visually exciting ways. What comes to mind for me is wayfinding, um, but I'm sure there are other examples. So be the subject matter experts for me. Go ahead and dive in there. Uh, so, I mean, it's so vast what you can do, uh, mainly because you have so many aspects of a company that can leverage the same technology for completely different purposes, right? So we were talking previously about increasing um, morale within the office or distributing relevant information from a corporate standpoint, um, HR, et cetera. But there's so much more that can be done. There's so many more groups that are out there um, within a corporate campus. I mean, you have um, uh, facilities workers or, or warehouses where um, uh, shipping information or targeted information is beneficial for their job function. So leveraging that. There are call centers that can be optimized. Um, so again, the, the work is efficient and, and ranked and, and rated and fun to, to make sure that um, everyone's, meeting, re, uh, everyone's reaching their goals. But there's also visitors coming to your office and that's where for me, the fun begins because then you can get really creative 
um, showing dynamic information or interactive information um, for people to experience the workplace that they're visiting. So whether they're coming in for a sales meeting or coming in for a job interview, um, it's a completely different train of thought, a different message that you're that you're sending out there. But there's so much that can be done with the, the relevant information of a company using live data to create art um, in large corporate lobbies. What relevant information is specific to company XYZ that can be made into a beautiful centerpiece that makes sense on one level to the folks that work there. Oh, that um, that tree represents our sales for the month. But it can also mean another thing to a person coming in. And there's also informational signage for visitors and even employees, like you mentioned, wayfinding. How can we make it um, efficient for someone to explore the campus, find relevant amenities, as simple as find your meeting room? How can we make it more productive for that information to also do it creative so when people are experiencing the internal messages and the internal um, applications, that it creates you know, and reinforces that sense of brand identity that creates loyalty and also builds morale. Yeah, we're, we're seeing a, a fair amount of uh, interest in data visualization in general um, that is able to uh, target very specific messages to drive behavioral change within uh, areas like TJ mentioned in manufacturing or supply chain facilities. Um, there's also um, data visualization that, that takes kind of more of an experiential approach, as TJ mentioned, where you've got, um, in some cases, uh, you know, artistic kind of kinetic sculptures that are data-driven, uh, although someone, you know, looking at these particular installations might not realize that it's data that's actually driving the, the various kinetics of the install. They just look like really cool, dynamic um, LED uh, driven installations, but uh, you have others that, you know, have, um, you know, very compelling infographics that uh, drive engagement and, you know, in, encourage people to stand in front of these displays and really explore and navigate to understand the entire story of a, a, a corporate philosophy or the history of a company, um, the uh, evolution of a particular product line or brand. Uh, and, and that's really, as TJ said, I think what we, we think of as both fun and transformative for our, our customers, you know, in lobby applications especially, but um, uh, I think where uh, the data visualization is going is that uh, it also can help um, inform people much more succinctly. Um, it can help to, you know, uh, highlight specific metrics or um, actionable items that are really easy to interpret at a glance and keep people more focused on their jobs so they're not sifting through spreadsheets and trying to really understand what's happening uh, in the business environment. Um, and, and I think that's where there's a kind of an exponential value, so to speak, in uh, a corporate communication strategy when you're leveraging those types of, of inputs. Definitely. I mean, even on an artistic side, I think, um, you know, pushing content forward that a company can view every day when you know let's say it's a video wall or something in the in the lobby of a company they walk in every day they get to see cool content that their company has created and that shows off the creativity that they get to be around every day 
um, you know, going back to the the morale and the um, the community aspect of this, it it just can really create a sense of of pride in your company, um, and I think that's that's a really exciting aspect for me, at least when I think of of how digital signage can play into an internal content strategy. Yeah, I mean, we're we're seeing um, designers become more and more creative in in kind of obscuring the message in this dynamically fed content. Uh, we have one uh, customer that was interested as a, uh, a data center that monitors threat levels and wanted a, a very kind of artistically articulated um, means of communicating to all the employees as they walk in the door what the threat level is on any given day. And th so through those threat level inputs, it would change the number of essentially birds flying across a screen or some other looped content that would be imperceptible to someone that's visiting, but for employees that are uh, aware of what that represents, uh, very easy to interpret at a glance what they're going to be dealing with on any given day. I love that. That that is a great application. What a what an artistic way to try to communicate a message. But also, yeah, if someone's visiting, you know, they don't want to see flashing red lights everywhere, like threat threat level really high today. Like that's not a not the best company branding. So finding a way to keep that. Um, accessible to anyone visiting, but yeah, communicate that message. That's that's a really exciting application. Yeah, we, we love it. And you know, the, the more designers that um, come into the mix and are um, exposed to the the power of data, uh, and and are able to also think creatively about how to kind of craft a message in keeping with the brand, and also um, you know thinking about. Um, how technology can be much greater than the sum of its parts, um, the more interesting our market becomes. And we're seeing that every day. So, TJJ, often I find technology, though powerful, isn't the end-all, be-all solution, especially when it comes to issues like engagement, which we've been, uh, we've been talking about today. Because I think if your company culture is already off-kilter and people aren't engaged or you know, you've got something deeper at the core of your company... How, you know, how effective can something like digital signage or powerful content be to move that needle? So I wanted to get y'all's opinion on this. Do you think that internal content strategies like this are powerful enough to at least begin to fix or be a catalyst to fix deeper engagement issues within a company or maybe just help reinvigorate a workforce that doesn't really buy into the company or, or doesn't feel that passionate about what they do? So, so what I always say to our customers is that your digital communication strategy for corporate comm um, is not your corporate culture. That will not define your corporate culture, and it never will. Um, but it will certainly augment it, right? It can make it better through enhancing um, the morale and pride and communication. It could also augment it in a negative way if it's not, um, not following in line with what people are saying in the hallways or what the corporate leadership is, is trying to send as a message you know bad digital signage is 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 bad and it's not a technology that is in the message itself and in the creative itself so yes to answer your question 100 percent digital signage in the corporate communication world will have an effect on the corporate culture um but it's up to the way that you implement it up to your strategy right um and, and whether it's going to make a positive impact or or a neutral to negative impact I think um, we kind of chant it as a mantra um, as often as possible 
and in some cases have been known to um, encourage customers that are you know willing to to work with us and make an investment in um, all of the technology and equipment and software uh, when they haven't defined a content strategy to go back to the drawing board because what we see so often in our industry is that the investment is deemed a failure to some extent because the lack of engagement, the lack of um, ability to change behaviors, raise awareness, whatever you know is ultimately going to be the benchmark of success for a given investment misses the mark if digital or if the, if the corporate communications content strategy is not fully defined. So um, that's um, a, a tougher, squishier discussion in many cases that entails engaging with a lot of different stakeholders and content contributors across the organization. Um, we, uh, we actually help to navigate those conversations. We have a, a specialist within TJ's group who is been doing this for um, many years and we're very fortunate to have um, secured her from um, one of our competitors in the industry and um, she has been um, you know working as uh, a Sherpa consultant and you know corporate communications advocate to raise awareness and educate but also um, pull out um, answers to tough questions with stakeholders that don't really understand um, content strategy, uh, channelization, audience segmentation that you know we live and breathe every day. Um, and those those questions and, and uh, conversations can sometimes be uh, arduous. <laughs> um, sometimes we have customers that get it right away, um, and we like to point to those as great examples of you know where. Um, a customer that's considering making an investment is going to see real success. Um, so yeah, we we, we um, will get engaged with you know on kind of a, a programmatic um, consultative basis with a deliverable at the end that is um, a roadmap that helps the customer go and even if they elect not to work with us after that consulting engagement is is through, um, they at least have a way to go advocate for um, more budget or um, at, at, at least uh, drive alignment within the organization so that when budgeting comes around that um, all the stakeholders that would participate are, um, are aware of, of what the direction is and, and um, what the intent of this investment is really meant to do. Well, TJ, Jay, I want to thank you both for joining us on the podcast and for giving your insight on how impactful digital signage can be on internal workplace culture, engagement, efficiency, all that good stuff. Um, you know, I, I think we're in an era where the pro AV industry as a whole is really seeing the value of content first. Not that they haven't ever emphasized content first, but consumers are asking for more. They want more engaging, artistic content, and everything needs to be experience-driven. So when we look at the workplace, it's where you spend eight-plus hours every day, five, maybe more days a week. You want to feel that engagement and that art or that communication at all times, even at your job. And it's cool to see that digital signage and content strategies are able to do that for any company. So TJJ, thank you for giving your insights on this. It's definitely been a pleasure.
Daniel, I, I really appreciate it as well. This has been uh, great working with you. I, I want to add one more thing to your comment in that, you know, thinking about the workforce being defined as a 40-hour work week, you know, five-plus days at eight-hour chunks, that's not really the reality anymore either for much of the, the workforce and uh, a growing number, um, myself included, in which, you know, we're distributed, we're working, you know, a, a variety of hours that, you know, bleed into what used to be blocked out for personal time and vice versa in terms of, you know, the, the flexibility. So reaching um, those uh, members of the workforce will increasingly become more challenging for companies, uh, especially if they don't have a, a corporate communication strategy that, that folds in uh, some aspects of a, a digital component to it. All right. Well, looking forward to having you both back on to continue this conversation as uh, new technology comes to market or as we see some changes in the industry. So till then, have a great rest of your day. Thanks, y'all. Great. Thank you. thank you, Daniel. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. And if you like what you heard and would like to listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. And make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.